Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, everybody, good afternoon on a Thursday in the nation's capital and beyond via the Odyssey app. Yes, indeed, we're off and running on this January the 11th, yeah, that 2024. And boy, nothing has happened at all. Nothing since we last left you at 4 o'clock yesterday. I mean, we thought Pete Carroll getting fired in Seattle was pretty big. And it was. It was substantial. Shouldn't have happened. The Seahawks are dumb. What can I tell you? It shouldn't have happened. It did. It's not going to be changed. It's not going to be reversed. But that was nothing. That was nothing. As I was sitting in awful traffic yesterday, as usual, just crawling along past the Pentagon, which I do every day, inch by inch by stinking inch, all of a sudden I get an alert. The dictator is out. What? At Ala freaking Bama. That's right. My pet little nickname for Nick Saban, the dictator, out as Alabama head coach. It's like when I listen to Denton on my college football picks. <laughs> did, did Denton pick that Nick Saban was going to surprisingly retire and had something that none of us knew on January the 10th at 5 o'clock in the afternoon? No, but we had to We had to have a little bit of fun. Okay. I mean, because if Denton knew that, I, A, I'd like to see the odds, and B, Denton get his back, ass back in here because we need his expertise. That didn't happen. Now, Nick Saban retiring from Alabama happened. But Nick Saban being, uh, I guess, P. 
picked to retire from Alabama about 10 days or so after his final game. That didn't happen by Denton Day. But not only did Nick Saban retire yesterday, and I, I, I put the term retire in quotes. I put the term retire in quotes. Because I don't think Nick Saban's done. And I think Nick Saban might be heading to the NFL. Might. I don't think he's going anywhere else in college football. I think he's absolutely and rightfully disgusted by what college football specifically and what college athletics is becoming. If we see Nick Saban on the sideline again, I truly believe it'll be in the NFL. But then we wake up this morning, not to shocking news, because I think everybody sort of, kind of, maybe expected this. It was just a matter of when and how they were going to do it. But we all wake up to the news before 8 o'clock. I don't know, 7.30 when I first found out, I think it was. Maybe 7.25, somewhere in that range. That Bill Belichick is out after 24 years with the New England Patriots. They've already had the press conference. They've already said official goodbye. Robert Kraft ended it sort of with a joke. He sort of hugged Bill Belichick and said he's got a cold, so I'm not going to kiss him because Bob Kraft has kind of been known to do that, especially with Tommy. And Belichick just said, thank you. A handshake, a sort of half hug, off the dais and out the door. No hugs with the staff. No, hey, Thank you to the media for being pain in the asses for the last 24 years. No, nothing. Just out the door. The end of an era. An era that has spanned almost as much and as long as my talk show host career. I remember when Bill Belichick was hired as the head coach of the New England Patriots I was doing national radio already at the age of 20, uh, 26. You want to see a youngest in charge, baby? I was the youngest in charge. I was kicking ass and taking names before Ooh. anybody else did. Take your youngest in charge and, you know, plant your flagpole in it. I was the youngest in charge. Now I'm the oldest in pain. What happened? Uh, again, life. Life catches up to you real quick. You want to know why Ron Rivera had his arms folded so much? You want to know? It's because it sucks to be over the age of 50. I mean, there's like one guy, Pete Carroll, and he got fired after a winning season. One guy over the age of 50 that has any energy left. One guy, Pete Carroll, and he got fired. The Seahawks said, yeah. No, thanks. We'd rather go hire your former protege. So to wake up to Bill Belichick being out in New England after 24 years on the press of, on the on the heels of Nick Saban retiring after 17 years at Alabama after 
The first bombshell of yesterday, Pete Carroll being fired by the Seahawks. To have three icons, legends, in the same day out is incredible. Whether it was their choice, I don't think it was Pete Carroll's choice. In New England, they're saying it was a mutual parting of the ways. I I don't think Bill Belichick, per se, wanted to leave New England. But when it became clear, I'm assuming, that Bob Kraft wanted significant changes to how things were done, that's where they couldn't get along or come to an agreement. So you want to call that a mutual parting of the ways? I mean, they're calling Brian Dable and Wink Martindale a mutual parting of the ways. After Wink Martindale said, go bleep yourself, and then took off on a jet and disappeared for two days and was on the back of a freaking milk carton, then they call that a mutual parting of the ways. So I guess we can call everything a mutual parting of the ways. This is real. Yeah. I mean, what did we call Ron Rivera a mutual parting of the ways? Hell no. He was fired. I'm the f-ing guy. Exactly, Ron. Hope you're enjoying your vacation. Maybe Ron and Jack are uh, firing it up on 1757 there in Ashburn. They got plenty of time on their hands. But to see this unfold is, you know, nothing like we've seen before. Three. I mean, listen, Pete Carroll is not in the Bill Belichick and Nick Saban stratosphere. I don't want to say, like, they're all on the same line. But Pete Carroll, in college and in the NFL, might be, like, literally on the next street. If we're talking about, you know, mansions in the neighborhood, there's Belichick's mansion, there's Saban's mansion, and Pete Carroll is right around the corner. He may not be on that same street as Belichick and, 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 and Saban, but he's not that far away. To see three legends, three icons, retire or get fired in the last 24 hours is incredible. Think about that. At 1 o'clock yesterday when we started the show, Pete Carroll was still the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Bill Belichick was still the head coach of the New England Patriots. And Nick Saban was the head coach at Alabama. Less than 24 hours later, they're all gone. They're all out. They're all not coming back. Again, however you label it, however you position it, I mean, make no mistake about it, Pete Carroll was fired in Seattle. I'll say this, Bill Belichick was fired in New England. Bill, we got to do it this way. Your team stinks on offense. You've misevaluated quarterbacks, free agencies. You haven't brought whatever. We need to do something completely different. We can't have this anymore. Well, Bob, you know, uh, I'm 72. I I still know what I'm doing. Look, look, you know, my defense is still great. Uh, I I know I can do this. Let me bring back Josh McDaniels and we'll be fine. Let me bring back Scott Pioli. We'll be great. You see where I'm getting at here? Bill Belichick was essentially fired. They'll call it what they call it. They have 
it appears, an amicable relationship. And they should. This isn't Jerry John, uh, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. This isn't the way Bill Parcells uh, left everywhere he went. With Bob Kraft and the New England Patriots specifically. Even with the Jets. This isn't Belichick, I resign as HC of the NYJ on a napkin. That's not what this is. But it doesn't mean it's not a firing. And the same thing for Pete Carroll yesterday. Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. I mean, they said, oh, he'll remain in an advisory. Get lost. Get lost. Go kick all the rocks. Pete Carroll is 72 years old. Again, he's got more combined energy or more energy in his thumb than I have in my entire body. I was just having a conversation in the bathroom, of course, where I have all my great uh, conversations. With our boss, CK, he said the same thing. He goes, uh, Pete Carroll's got more energy than I do, and CK's in good shape. He's, you know, in his mid-40s. I said, think, imagine if you're out of shape and you're 50, what Pete Carroll's got. I mean, Pete Carroll's going to coach again, in my opinion. Bill Belichick's going to coach again, in my opinion. No matter what they say, I'd be very surprised if either one of those guys we never hear from again in terms of coaching. The question is, for me, or one of the questions, is Nick Saban, the Nictator. Is Nick Nick Saban truly done? Is he retiring for good? Because if you look at Nick Saban, he doesn't look a day over 65. He's 72. 65 might even be a stretch. I wish I could look as good as Nick Saban does now. Never mind at at 72. Okay, he doesn't even have the gray hair that Pete Carroll has, right? Pete's got an Energizer Bunny energy that Nick Saban doesn't have, per se. But Nick Saban, whether it's hair color for men or whether it's you know whatever hairstylist he goes to, doesn't look a day over sixty-five, and sixty-five might be a stretch. Uh, you could argue he doesn't look a day over sixty. Right? None of these guys are large and in charge. So weight, you know, and all that stuff is not an issue. Nick Saban, I think, wants to coach again. I think. Now, he cited age and health concerns. So, listen, I'm not Nick Saban's doctor. I I have no idea what's going on. Nor, it's not that I don't care, but nor is it my job to know what's going on. I mean, clearly, we all know what age he is. And we all know the toll that coaching, whether it be at a pressure cooker like Alabama or anywhere 
in the SEC or certainly in the NFL, we all know what kind of toll that takes. And there are, believe it or not, some people that say, you know what? I've done everything I can do. I've won every championship I can. I came up short a little bit the last couple of years. You know, Georgia got the best of me two, for two years in a row. Uh, and now Michigan. Uh, and we lost in overtime in the Rose Bowl game. Came up short. That sucks. I don't like not winning for the last three years. But, hey, you know, everybody's, you know, every, uh, every dog has his day and good dogs have two. You know, I mean, like, so maybe Nick Saban is truly done. But here's what I don't understand. Here's what I don't understand. He cited age and health concerns to his team. But he didn't mention anything, according to, I guess, stories that I've read, sources, people in the college football game. And he kept his speech to his team very short and direct. And I said to myself, And to a friend of mine, I said, well, what's he supposed to say? Nick Saban's fed up with stupid transfer portal and NIL bullcrap. What is he supposed to say? The reason, guys, I'm retiring is because of you? Because of the freedom and the free agency that you all have been granted? And because I don't feel like recruiting a brand-new football team every year? And I don't feel like if I have to yell at somebody and crawl up somebody's ass that you're going to hit the transfer portal and go to, you know, Shangri-La University? Get lost. Go kick all the rocks. I'm Nick freaking Saban. I'm the Nick Tanner. What is he supposed to say? Guys, I lost my zeal to coach you? No. He's going to say, ah, you know, guys, I'm old. You know, it takes a lot to get out of bed. And here's a little proof of why I don't buy that Nick Saban is done. And why Nick Saban wasn't exactly telling the truth to his team yesterday? Yesterday morning, he's interviewing candidates for open assistant positions. Yesterday morning. Then he retires. Then this morning, he shows back up at the Alabama football offices. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't know if he's... Going to be part of the search process. I don't know. I don't know if he was just showing up to clean out his office. I don't know. But something doesn't smell right here. And I promise you there's somewhere I'm going with this. Belichick, we know, wants to coach again. Or we think we know. Atlanta is supposedly hot to trot for him. The L.A. Chargers have been connected largely with him because of Justin Herbert. A little bit of Hollywood action, so on and so forth. They don't have a general manager or a head coach. It's very likely that he could get the complete power and control that he so desires. Washington has been ruled out again and again and again by local reporters again this morning. John Kime, J.P. Finley, I don't know if anybody else did, but I saw them two specifically again. Once again, Mike Florio, I put the tweet up, at WrestleMania621, says, I am standing by my report, digging in. Bill Belichick, or uh, Josh Harris is enamored with Bill Belichick. Uh, you know, listen, 
Belichick, we think, wants to coach again. Saban, it's being accepted, I think, by the masses that he's retired, that he's done. And we all believe he ain't going anywhere else in college football because he hates the system. And he's got every right to, I hate it, you should hate it, it sucks, it's awful, there's no redeeming value to it. That being said, is Nick Saban going back to the NFL? The one stain on his resume is his two-year stint with the Miami Dolphins. How that ended, how that went, choosing Dante Culpepper over Drew Brees because of injury concerns, leaving Miami, all that. The one stain on his resume is his two-year stint in the NFL as a head coach with the Miami Dolphins. And remember, he was part of that Brown staff with Bill Belichick in Cleveland, the first iteration of the Cleveland Browns. He's been in the NFL before. I'm not suggesting that was his only time in the NFL. That was his only time as a head coach in the NFL. So I put my thinking cap on this morning, and I said, and last night, and I said, hmm, I wonder if the dictator is done. I wonder if the dictator is truly done. Or if he's waving the flag saying, woohoo, hello, come and get me. Hi, I'm here, Arthur Blank. You want to hire a big-name coach? Tuscaloosa, not that far away from Atlanta. Hey, L.A. Chargers, you want to hire a head coach and a GM? I can do that. Woohoo! I'm here. I'll take Justin Herbert. Carolina, David Tepper, I know you're an evil bastard. I'll run your program. You give me $30 million a year, I'll get your ass right. What if he called Josh Harris? What if he called Bob Myers? What if he called Rick Spielman? What do you think the answer would be? What do you think the answer should be? What would happen if Nick Saban wanted to coach the Washington Commanders? Would you take the call? Would you take the interview? Would you consider it? Would you hire him? Your thoughts on that. We will have other elements of play along with this over the course of the three-hour program. On this Thursday afternoon, hypothetical for now, yes, unlikely, yes, but but I don't rule things out as quickly as you all do. And I also don't disqualify people over the age of 70 just because they're over the age of 70 like many of you do. 301-230-0980, on the Ace Law listener line and a rec Ace Law, I hope you get a check, call 8888-ACE-LAW. More on this coming up right here on a Thursday afternoon on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sweet Home Alabama, here's the reason why we're asking the question about Nick Saban, right? A, I'm not convinced that he's retiring. B, I know he doesn't want to go anywhere else in college football. C, I believe in my in my fellow, uh, well, l- let me put it this way. I- I'm not on the beat anymore. John Kimes, the best there has ever been, in my opinion. J.P. Finley, who I'm looking at with a golf club in his hands, who I was just on their show right before, much to uh, Maddie's chagrin, uh, that I don't prepare for my own show. It's not that. It's just as we're in the final break, you're still on their show, and we need to get you in here so that you can be seated and ready to go. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm fine with a little cross promo. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, and those people and others have been adamant that Bill Belichick is not coming here, including this morning. So even though there is very, 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 very different reports From Mike Florio and over the weekend, Diana Rossini. I don't know if Diana has followed up uh, on this or not. I I, I just don't know. I haven't had time to check. Um, I I just can't monitor everything. But I know Florio did, and I put it up on Twitter. At WrestleMania621, X, whatever. He doubled down. He said... Bill Belichick is basically the apple of Josh Harris's eye. Okay, whatever. He also said Lamar Jackson was coming here last year. That was never happening. Never even one ounce of the truth. Can we also just say that as much as Lamar coming here would have been good for us trying to find a quarterback, with this line, 
it would not have been the same Lamar that he was this season of course, in Baltimore. Of course. With this line, with this everything. He would have been eaten and it would have been bad. With everything. I mean, again, nothing went right. Like, like let's stop pretending that we have the greatest wide receiver group in the world and uh, great tight ends. I mean, the Ravens' third tight end is better than, than, than the commander's first string tight end. Okay, so everybody can just go blow it, you know, uh, you know, out of the water, whatever you, funny Satan you want to say, uh, like nobody is good enough on this Washington commanders team to say, Oh, like we would have just, you know, lit it up with Lamar Jackson. That, that being said, that's not, that's not necessarily where I, I want to take the show. I, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about that lately. Okay. Uh, the commanders just, the, the, for whatever reason, and there were multiple reasons they were not in on Lamar Jackson. Now, again, should they have been? That's a different debate. The bottom line is, the bottom line is this. Bill Belichick, I don't believe, is coming here. I don't believe. I've been told that over and over and over and over again by reporters who are talking to people in the organization or in the Harris ownership group. Now, unless they've all been misled and all lied to, it's not happening. Now, it's possible that they are being led to misled and lied to. It is possible. I've seen that. But for now, I will trust my friends, my compatriots, boots on the ground, saying that Bill Belichick is not coming here. So it would be pretty dumb of me to do a radio show saying, hey, guys, do you think Bill Belichick is coming here because Mike Florio and Diana Rossini over the weekend, and again, I don't know if Diana's had a follow-up. I know Florio has, and is digging in and is adamant. I, I mean, we could talk about that. Nobody believes Mike Florio about anything because his track record is very, very, very spotty. All things considered. And Commanders fans slash Redskins fans think he has a vendetta against them and that he's always wrong. Mike is not always wrong, but Mike, too often, in my opinion, does what a lot of eager beaver reporters do, and that is believe everything they're told just because a person who tells them has not led them wrong too often or at all, maybe ever. Or maybe because they seem like a real nice, trustworthy guy. Well, guess what? Everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's got a reason to say things. Everybody's got a plan for how things should be presented publicly. And everyone has needs, and they're all different. And it is absolutely possible. That Mike Florio, Diana Rossini, what have you, are talking to somebody that is telling them, listen, I'm telling you, Josh Harris, I've known him for 15 years. He's got a hankering for Bill Belichick. Yeah, do you think he would be interested in, 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 in you know, talking to Bill Belichick if he comes free? Yeah, I think so. I think it would be stupid not to talk to Bill Belichick anyways. I agree. He's a tactician. You I agree. get a tactician to talk to. But a diff- that's a different argument. But I agree. But here's my point. They're all running around locally here saying no chance, no way, no whatever, which means somebody else 
presumably somebody different than who is talking to Florio and Rossini is telling them completely the opposite. Completely the opposite. And again, I don't know who's telling who what. All I know is the local message is one and the national message is another. That being said, and maybe it's because this was unexpected, there ain't nothing right now about Nick Saban. So, again, I went into my lab last night, and I put on my thinking cap, and I said, Nick Saban doesn't seem like he's ready to retire. He was interviewing assistant head coaches yesterday morning. He's back at the Alabama facility this morning. He looked fine and dandy the last time we saw him. Again, I don't know if he's got health issues. I'm not sure. He certainly is 72. He's done everything and anything except win in the NFL. And I just thought to myself, well, maybe. He's so tired of college football, but not of coaching, that he wants to give it one more whirl. And I ask at 301-230-0980, and you guys are going to laugh this off, and you guys are going to snicker and say, ha, 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 you're just a dumb sports rock radio guy uh, doing a topic to get people to call in and listen, you idiot, blah, 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 no chance, blah, 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 blah. Again, none of this is designed to get your calls. I, I, I don't care. I can talk for three hours a day. Not my problem. Okay? I got many problems. I don't have that problem. Please call in. Matt's begging. Just begging. Again, I've got many problems. I don't have that problem. I can talk, as everyone knows. But. I am not a trusting person when it comes to the public narrative. I have been, and I have seen way too many times where these guys say one thing on camera, on record, and a total another thing happens. And what happens if Arthur Blank can't land Bill Belichick, which is the hot rumor this morning? What happens... If Bill Belichick says, you know what, Art, I'd rather go to the Chargers, but Nick Saban's available. What happens if Nick Saban's agent calls Josh Harris or Magic Johnson? Or, again, Bob Myers or Rick Spielman? What happens then? Is it possible? Would you want it? Would you be curious? I sure as hell would be. Would I hire him? A lot has to happen before that. I have to find out exactly what Nick Saban wants. Do you want full control? If you want full control, I'm probably out. I'm probably out. I'm almost surely out. If you want to work with Adam Peters or Ian Cunningham, who appear to be the odds-on favorite, maybe we can talk. It's not so far-fetched, guys. And it's honestly the same thing if Jim Harbaugh calls you or if you call him or if Pete Carroll calls you or you call him. It's kind of the same, is it not? 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Your thoughts on that? 
And we'll get into some other things, including where the commander's offensive line ranked, according to PFF, why it ranked there, and what to do about it. Let's go with a trending alert. All right, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, Josh Harris said to be moving rapidly and thoroughly through the process of hiring a new head of football operation and expected finalists include 49ers assistant GM Adam Peters, as we're well aware, and Bears assistant GM Ian Cunningham certainly have been thought of as two top choices. They have interviewed others. We will see where it goes from here. Meanwhile... Bill Belichick out after 24 years as head coach and grand poobah of the New England Patriots. Certainly a disappointing, to say the least, last two years for the Patriots with Mac Jones, the offense, and the record that led to them having the number three overall pick, leading to a parting of the ways between Belichick and the New England Patriots again after six Super Bowl championships together meanwhile the Washington Capitals are back in action tonight after a couple of nights off uh, three as a matter of fact and they take on the red hot Seattle Kraken who come into Capital One Arena winners of seven in a row 645 the coverage on 1067 the fan and the Odyssey app and that's what's trending Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. On a Thursday afternoon, good to have you with us. 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines. If Nick Saban wanted to come coach the commanders, would you take the call? Would you have the meeting? Would you hire him? Would you be out? No matter what. No matter what he said. Because he's too old. Because he's too controlling. Because he's too this. Because he's too that. It doesn't look like Dan Lanning is going to Alabama, which was the hot rumor last night. There was a station in Oregon that reported Lanning was in Tuscaloosa. Lanning right now, uh, or just a little while ago, issued like a a pre-produced video type thing on his own personal Twitter that was clearly done with some assistance from people that are really smart and sharp. And he basically said, I'm staying at, uh, at Oregon. And I see him up on TV right now. Uh, I I mean, I can't imagine he would be doing this interview in front of an Oregon logo with an Oregon sweatshirt on, and then he's going to Alabama. So who knows who's going to Alabama to to replace Nick Saban, right? Who knows? But the question is, is Nick Saban going to the NFL, or do you think he's done? Do you think he's just done at 72 and just like that? you think he's done? I don't. I'm sorry. I'm skeptical. Uh, c- color me crazy. I, you know, call me Krista Contrarian, whatever the hell you want to call me. 
I don't believe he's done. I think he's got one stain on his resume, the NFL. And I think it's possible. And maybe, again, I floated this earlier in my crazy wackadoo mind. What if Belichick and Saban somehow were able, because they're best friends, what if they were somehow able to work it out so that one's the head coach and one's the GM and executive vice president of football operations and they work together to rebuild whatever? The Falcons, who haven't been the same since Belichick's 28-3 comeback with Brady and the Patriots, they really haven't. They've never really recovered from that. What if it's the Atlanta Falcons and Terry Fontenot and Kyle Smith get blown out? Or maybe they keep Kyle Smith. Uh, Belichick's friends with A.J. Smith, the longtime NFL GM and executive. That's Kyle's dad. What happens if they go out to L.A.? Yeah, and it doesn't have to be this way. I See, unlike you guys, I just don't rule anything out. Especially if something potentially makes sense. All right, let's get a call or two in here. 301-230-0980 if you want to talk about Belichick leaving New England and where he goes. We can as well. And what is at play here between the national media and the local media when it comes to Bill Belichick and the sharply contrasting reports? Uh, let's get to Rob and Frederick in the leadoff spot. What's up, Rob? How are you? Rob? I hear Rob. Rob, are you there? All right. Can't understand Rob or hear Rob, so we'll try. Um, who is this online? Oh, you want me to go line one? Okay, let's go to the JYD. Junkyard, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Rooster? All right, JYD, what's going on? Well, the only thing I can say is that, you know, I listen to a whole lot of people, TV, radio, whatever. And not one of them analyzes everything like you do. Well, thank you, I think. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. Oh, thank you. It's a great thing. Thank you. Because everybody everybody else is just using a one-trick pony thing. You know what, JYD? You're you're forever in my good graces, and I'm I, I you know I know you and I like sometimes poke the bear at each other. I like you as well, and I appreciate the fact that you recognize that we don't just do surface uh, cleaning sports talk radio around here. We dig a little bit deeper than the average bear. Well, well, I, well, I definitely know your show does. Yes, well, I, I can only speak for myself. There you go. Now, when you ask that question about Saban and Belichick or even uh, Pete Carroll, Mm -hmm. the answer, first of all, I don't think, I I definitely don't think Belichick would uh, would be calling unless unless he's almost sure that we would be interested in him because he's not going to be going here, there, 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 and sitting there in a chair offering up his analysis of your team or whatever, knowing full well that that's what you want. That's what you want. He's been playing the game too long for that. That's fair. That's a fair point. But now, what what I, what but, if but, you to, what if you told him, JYD? What if these national reports are right, and Josh is enamored with Bill Belichick, and says, "No, no, you he, know what? I am going to meet with you. I'm interested. Let's see if we can figure something out." Then, if you're Belichick, he, do you not take that? If Harris, if Harris does that, I know it would be hard. I mean, you know, it would be really hard. But if he does, look, 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 
There's only one. All those guys that we're talking about, including uh, 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 Jim, uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh, they are, they, they are called lone wolves. They don't look. They don't really change. Mm-hmm. They might they might give you a little bit of taste of that. Oh yeah, you know this that whatever. But but in the long run, they are lone wolves, and they and they might work with somebody may, maybe for a year or something like that. But later on, they get into your organization and they are control freaks. They want they want full they want full power. Mm-hmm. It's just like if Parcel was wants to come back or whatever. These guys are just the kind of people that they are, and there's nothing wrong with right. that. They're yeah. lone wolf. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. like to do things their way, and they don't want nobody looking over their shoulder. Yeah, you got to kind of be careful. And this goes back to the conversation and the argument that Linnell and I had yesterday, when Linnell was saying, you know, the interview process, everybody's on the same page, everybody sings Shangri La, everyone plays tonsilaki with each other, and everything's great. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a second. I said, that happens all the time, and it's happened so many times here. Uh, you know, I, I, I can cite example after example where in the interview process, at the press conference, at the dais, everybody's kissy-kissy, touchy-touchy, and then six months later, they all hate each other. And they're all mad at each other, and it breaks apart. So, yeah, that's a problem. I appreciate you, JYD. i got to take a, a, a quick time out here, reset, and stay somewhat on clock because I'm never good uh, at that. Ian Cunningham – and uh, Adam Peters said to be the two finalists, according to Ian Rappaport, for the commander's executive vice president of football operations-ish job. We know what Adam Peters is. Who is Ian Cunningham? We'll give you the answers on that coming up right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, Bill Belichick is leaving Boston, which is not the name of this song, but it is from the rock band called Boston. More than a feeling. We had more than a feeling that Bill Belichick was leaving New England, and now we have official confirmation. Where he's going, no idea. Again, Mike Florio says Josh Harris is enamored. All the local reporters say no chance. I don't think it's happening, but I can't 100% rule it out, but I'm not talking to anybody on either side. I'm just trying to use my gut instinct, okay? Um, So I'm not asking you if it should happen, if it will happen, because I know the answer, how you guys are already going to operate, and that is if John Kime and J.P. Finley and others have ruled it out locally, it's not happening, which is not a bad assessment. But also because Belichick is 72 years old, is grumpy, doesn't deliver great press conferences, has really struggled as the grand czar of football operations, so on and so forth. I already know the answer. I don't know the answer on Nick Saban, though. So that's why I thought, A, if you're an NFL fan, B, if you're a Commanders fan, or just in general. You think Nick Saban's done? 
if Nick Saban wanted to come and coach your team, would you take the call? Would you take the interview? Would you have interest? It was not a name that was on anybody's radar until about 5 o'clock yesterday. And I've heard nobody mention this. Everybody thinks he's retired. Everyone thinks Nick Saban's done. I've heard zero people mention Nick Saban possibly back to the NFL. Why not? What am I missing? What am I not seeing here? And I'm not telling you it's going to happen. I'm just mystified as to why it couldn't happen. And if it could happen, could it happen here in Washington? Would you even be interested? I would again say most fans, my guess, is hell no. He's too old. He's too grumpy. Can't have a dinosaur here. We need a young, fresh face. We need someone in diapers. We need someone who wears boxers instead of tidy whities So I think that you're not being totally fair with that kind of idea because I think what people are looking for is they're am looking I, am, for... Am I paid to be fair? Oh, you no, know, and okay. you're very infrequently. Yeah. But in this situation, I feel like the fan base is looking for a coach who comes with fresh ideas that hasn't been worn down by being a coach in the league or wherever forever. So they're stuck in their ways. And this is how I do it and all of that. I think that's why a lot of people in this area are looking for young coaches because a lot of the time they're trying to prove themselves. They're doing different stuff. They're trying to make things work in a way that hasn't been done because you know what? It's already, the wheels already been invented. I need to make it more aerodynamic. That's all fair, Matt. That doesn't mean that experience and an icon and a legend and a guy who's done it in just about every way, except for a two-year stint as a head coach of the Dolphins, can't still be a damn good leader of men a, and, and someone who has been relating, oh, by the way, to 18 to 23-year-olds forever. But- and has been winning in the toughest conference, in the biggest pressure cooker, Of all time in college football. I would just say, though, that I don't think the draw that, oh, well, he succeeded everywhere except for the NFL. That's the only, like, downside on his career. I mean, the man has seven national championships. When you have that many national championships, you get to be like, yeah, I wasn't successful there. Who cares? No one's been more successful than me here. And I think at that point, like, the idea that he would come to the NFL just because of a pride thing That doesn't seem really like Saban is about legacy. And I don't think that he would want to come to a team that's faltering and potentially ruin the legacy with bad football at the end. Again, more than fair point. Does you're you're you could be dead on. It doesn't mean you're right, but it's a more than fair point. Can I give you? I don't know. I don't know what the Nick Tater is feeling right now. It just everything that I've read and heard screams he's not done yet. Real quick before we go to break, can I give you my thought for what I would, where I would really love Nick Saban to end up? Mm-hmm. I think that with his experience in the top tier of NCAA sport, sports, mm-hmm. him working at a major market that has had issues with finance and all of that kind of stuff, and most recently has been one of the key contributors to the NCAA portal and everything like that, just the aggression that is NIL. What I want Nick to do, I want him to go deeper into the beast. 
I want him to become one of the people that's working on fixing NIL and fixing the transfer portal as somebody who has been in ma- like major competition, as somebody who's led major athletes, has watched them go from being freshmen all the way to being in the in a professional league. So, a guy that gets it from the university level, from the player level, and from the sport level. I want him to go in and try and fix some of these rules that are currently kind of messing up with the NCAA. You know, you're full of great ideas and great points. And you very well could be right. But I also think I could be right. I mean, ultimately, we're guessing. Oh, I don't know Nick Saban. You don't know Nick they Saban. Have to, they would have to open a position yeah. for this. This isn't something right. that like he would go into. Right. And that's why it's like, yeah, that's not likely. But if they did, it's a possibility. that'd be awesome. It's a possibility. 301-230-0980. We'll get, grab your calls on the other side of 2 o'clock. Uh, as well, I want to expand this to, hey, Pete Carroll is available. Again, we know the Belichick story for right now is what it is. I think he's going elsewhere, but maybe there's still a chance. Pete Carroll, I wouldn't rule out him wanting to coach again. Would you? If Pete Carroll had interest in the commanders, would you? 301-230-0980. 301-230-0980 on the Ace Law listener lines and a rec case law. I hope you get a check call 8888-ACE-LAW. Call us 301-230-0980. We'll get back to... Um, the phones, Rob and Frederick, Paul in D.C., and others at 301-230-0980. When we return on the other side of 2 o'clock, plus we have something really, really, really cool coming up middle of next hour. You are going to want to stay tuned for this in more ways than one. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.